Welcome back to Active Discourse, the podcast looking for common ground between opposing sides of the tech industry. My name is Bo. I'm joined always by Brett. And I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah, the commissioner is strict about that kind of thing. Yeah. Show up on time. Yes, I am fascinated <laughs> to share my opinions on the Note 10 today, honestly. Yeah, we're so. talking about something today. Yeah, yeah, as uh, most podcasts do. Yeah. Yeah. So that something is Samsung. The, the Note 10, mostly. Yes, the um, flavor of the month. Yes. So I guess as a <laughs> reminder to the listeners about our historical preferences, uh, just because they make color the things that we talk about today, I come from the Android world. You come from the Apple world. Yes. Correct to say? Yes. All right. So keep that in mind as we talk about these things today. Yep. You'll you'll get to know us. We'll we'll have uh, colorful opinions to share in our uh, respective we, ecosystems. We, we do not claim to be unbiased. Correct. We only claim that we are not blind. <laughs> yes, yes. But and right. I mean, the other thing is that uh, you know we're doing this podcast together because of the fact that. I mean, at least I personally am interested in the other side of the world, uh, in the in the Android world specifically. So, um, and I get this suspicion that you are too as well. So, uh, you know, I I don't hear enough podcasts where people talk about the complexity. Um, they typically mostly just talk about their one side, and that's the only thing that they know. That's a hundred percent right. Right. So, note ten today. Just so you know, we're not gonna tell you what the note 10 is we're assuming you've done your homework and that is that you've done that you're listening to us now having done yeah, your so homework. Here, so yeah this is going to be our opinions on what was cool or not cool about the things right. that samsung was announcing yeah there's more than not enough other point by point what is new yeah there's more than enough other podcasts out there that you can listen to that are going to do point by point of all the new things and whatnot. So, um, yes. So the surprises, you know, I, I was actually pretty excited about the note 10 launch. I've, I still follow RSS feeds. I saw a ton of the leaks over the course of the last several months about the note 10 basically knew exactly what it was going to look like. Uh, but I hadn't paid too much attention to the features that were going to be inside it. And I am pleasantly surprised, uh, uh, even though um, I'm a little underwhelmed and I, I can't completely understand why. So maybe we can find out over the course of today's episode. Yeah. You go ahead with your first surprise. All right. I'm curious to see if we were both surprised about the same thing. Yeah. So this is something that I've seen on Samsung phones for... A, They've been doing this a little bit, but they really kicked it up with the Note 10, which is the the mirror-like back that looks like kind of like a CD. Uh, it has a rainbowy effect. Right. Yeah, the Aura Glow color. God, that's cool, man. I the like that color a lot. Kids, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's old is new again. Yes. <laughs> it's nice. I really like that. I wish more. Honestly, honest to God, I wish Apple did that, and I just wish more companies did that as well because it's so slick. So that's I'm going to start off on a positive note with the Note 10. I really like that the color. Right. Of they, it. So yeah. they they call them Aura colors, right? Is that what they? Yeah. Name and, them. Yeah. Because you know, they, I mean, it does. Kind of, it kind of reminds me of the Northern Lights too, a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It also reminds me of in a few games of painting cars 
pearlescent. Yeah, pearlescent. Oh, yeah, it's color shift, yeah. Now, yeah. I guess the other thing here is the fact that, you know, obviously that's the one color that's getting a lot of the uh, the hot takes and people are getting uh, demos of it. But I believe, you know, they also have a lot of other nice colors too. The red one, oh, the red one's pretty. And Apple has a really pretty red one as well. But um, for whatever reason, they don't have that in the uh, uh, 10s or 10s Max lines. It's just the cheaper iPhone 10 R lines, which is a little strange, but yeah. yeah, no, the, you know, most lines of the note 10 and, you know, as we talk about the note 10, it's getting deeper and deeper into asterisks level where it's not every, not every iteration of the note 10, which really annoys me, but not every iteration of the note 10 has the same colors. But, um, and I think actually the, the aura glow is actually limited to the note 10 plus. So um, here we go. I'm going into, uh, I'm spiraling into a little bit of negativity. So I don't want to do that right now, but and also I love into yeah. finer points. of the release. Exactly. So I, I really love the aura glow, just the fact that it exists. That's yeah. my, it, it does look really, really cool. Yeah. Even though I tend to like matte finishes more, it looks really, really cool. Yeah. And to each their own, like, you know, a matte finish can be done really well as well. So yeah. anyway, what's your, what's the biggest surprise that you had? I think, I'm not sure that I can call it a surprise because, I mean, there it has been a thing, but the the new Windows integrations look really awesome. Yes, it does. The the way they're plugging into the Windows desk, desktop is is so cool. I, um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of working toward um, uh, similar to continuity in the macOS, iOS mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 kind of new thing with uh, with the Windows integrations is that you can it's it's more integrated. Like you can open apps as Windows in your normal desktop on your computer. Yeah, and it doesn't need any special hardware or anything. It it only needs a standard USB cable, and it doesn't leave behind any data on the PC. Mm-hmm. So it's you plug in, you unplug. And you can use apps just like you would a desktop app. It looks very cool and very smooth. Totally agreed. I am looking... I I do completely agree this is a feature that blew me away with how well it actually looks like it worked when I watched the presentation. Um, And this is something that is... Basically, every year in the Apple side of the ecosystem, we're getting a little bit more and more piecemeal of this. Samsung, with their uh, DeX software, definitely has taken a dramatic leap forward. They've really, really taken two years to do what's taken Apple probably about five years. So that's mm-hmm. impressive. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it works. And I, I love the Microsoft integration with it as well. Obviously, Microsoft is very interested in getting this functionality across Android devices and they're partnering with Samsung to be able to do it, which is the right partner to do it with. It, so. Right. It makes perfect sense for Microsoft yes. because they, no offense to Microsoft or maybe offense to Microsoft, <laughs> they bungled their mobile world so badly. Yeah. They, this is what they were attempting to do with their own platforms. Yeah. And obviously across a lot of industries, Windows has been opening up a lot more. Yeah. And um, this is so this totally makes sense for them. And Samsung, like you said, is the perfect partner. So, yeah, super cool. OK, uh, my next surprise 
this is something that I am really, really excited about. The Super Steady Shot. I'm not sure if that's the actual name for it, but basically um, MKBHD on YouTube has an amazing demo of the functionality that Samsung built into their video camera where it looks like... Image stabilization. Image stabilization. So a super steady shot for video, and it looks like they attach... It's as if you are holding your phone and you have a gimbal attached to it somehow, and it can stabilize it. At least in the demo shots, it looks it looks slick, and it looks it did yeah. It, it looks like it actually does have a gimbal attached to it. It's crazy. So yeah, it's like it's floating there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the demo that MKBHD did on his channel, he was basically quickly rotating the phone um, from portrait to landscape to portrait to landscape and you saw a visible okay so i'm gonna say lag but that's a good thing i think in this uh instance where it wasn't a very jerky shift from portrait to landscape it was a smooth gradual now we're in landscape and it's all just real-time video taking and it's just a quick demo but it means that as you're walking shouldn't have as much foot motion and i think the big thing that this is really digging into me for is the fact that this this last year uh, in january i went to italy with my wife and while we were there i decided to take videos instead of photos because uh you know it's it, it was fun to be there uh, everyone takes photos and i thought that it'd be fun to kind of play around with the idea of taking a video making some kind of a blog like thing um and just walking i didn't have a gimbal at all and just walking you can i cannot use the raw footage that i got out of my phone uh without applying a stabilization filter to it i can't do it because it looks it's terribly shaky it's yeah yeah imagine if imagine Mm -hmm. if this was a thing back when they were making the original cloverfield movie (laughs) i hope other manufacturers follow suit with this because this is a pretty neat uh functionality that they built in yes Mm mm-hmm what do you got next? Uh, the S Pen. There's some pretty nice changes there. Uh, they have they're like air gestures that you can do with the S Pen. Someone said that it reminded them of wand flicks, like in Harry Potter. <laughs> Swish and flick, right? Clever. Yep, yep. So you can you can have certain gestures to take pictures and and uh, do things. And there's you can write in the air with it. So they. Uh, um, called AR Doodles. Mm-hmm. So in aug- augmented reality, you can draw on people's faces in AR just using the S Pen in the air. And so those two things combined, I think, are were kind of surprising to me just because it, I think it's a new useful application, not maybe that there's necessarily anything there aside from the gestures right now, mm-hmm. but having that kind of thing out there i think is a a neat little step forward and i i'm curious to see what else they can find to to use that for so are you thinking specifically the ar gestures are you thinking the uh, extra functionality that they built into the s pen with camera functionality are you thinking both that so the 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 air gestures that you know maybe that's as far as that goes sure um, in terms of gesturing in the air, but then you take that and you combine it with the camera and get these things like AR doodles. That's yeah. a pretty 
novel just kind of thing. I mean, yeah, I that's a say it's... that's a pretty neat AR feature. Honestly, I think that that yeah. would be. Uh, I'm not sure where the camera gestures go in the very initial uh, feedback that I've seen of the the S Pen camera gestures. It seems like it's really hard to do. Maybe it's just because it's such a new thing and people aren't used to it. But it does. You know, the initial feedback was that it was hard to do. But the AR uh, drawing on the screen as you have your shutter open, basically, and uh, you know, being able to kind of walk through it. Honestly, one of my favorite VR games out there. Just I don't have a lot of experience with VR games, but the Google Draw where you can basically just take the Vive and take a paintbrush and draw whatever the hell you want. That yeah. looks basically this fe- this functionality looks almost identical to it and I think it's awesome. It's an awesome idea. It's very cool. Yeah. I really would love to see them take this new places. Yeah beyond where we are at where we're at right now yeah so it's gonna be a work in progress have you seen the the on the note 10 plus where it can convert a like a model into a moving image a moving like 3d model so you take the camera you scan the thing that you want like a teddy bear or something like that and then it can convert it into a uh, 3d model that you can move around and make it do things Oh yeah. Did you I see, did that? Not see that? Holy no. buckets. Okay. All right. So, real quick before we get back into more surprises, this is going to be I'm going to dive into the presentation cuz I think I I'm going to say foolishly watched the Samsung Note 10 presentation because I guess I'm a novice and I didn't know that people don't really do that, but I did. And they they did a couple presentations. I saw this this camera drawing presentation which i thought was really cool and then they immediately followed up with this actually kind of creepy looking bear that they basically were like (laughs) all right we're gonna go walk over and we're not gonna talk to tim anymore and we're gonna show you this bear this creepy orange looking not orange uh, pink looking bear and we can scan it we're gonna take the phone we're gonna circle around it it has uh the Note 10 Plus has an extra depth sensor on it. It takes pictures at all the different angles that you take it at, and then it results in a 3D model that you can apply onto video. So they did this ridiculous thing where they basically made someone dance, and it was just the least natural thing I've ever seen. This guy was just like, I just work in an office building, and now I'm told to dance. I guess I can do that. <laughs> and... Then there was this horribly mapped 3D model that replaced the guy dancing. Like, the, oh, the the stomach was expanding and contracting. The head was growing twice the size and then shrinking. Not <laughs> not really, but it, it looked like that. It, it, you know, the arms, half the arm was kind of still attached to the side of its chest or whatnot. It, it was just ridiculous. Um, so... <laughs> yeah, so as someone who... Had watched the S4 yeah. uh, announcement. Uh, the, the Galaxy S4, how many yeah, years, years ago? Okay. Galaxy S4 was a while back. announcement, yep. which was put on like a musical. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was so strange. And as someone who watched that, 
Yeah. I can tell you, it's been years since <laughs> I even considered watching one yeah. of Samsung's keynotes. Yeah. The music they're yeah. absurd. The musical it seems almost charming. This just almost... You un- might think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll say this right now. I'm not going to talk anymore about the presentation. I'm going to keep it brief. But to the listeners, I know this is early. You know, this is only the second podcast and you may not hear us. But if you do and you feel like reaching out to us, I want to know from your opinion why Samsung's presentation, where they're presenting, you know, just a phone, they're presenting a, a tablet and whatnot. Why does that come off totally different than what an Apple event presenting the ex- essentially the exact same thing? It's just a different device in a different way. Why does the Samsung event come off as cheesy and Apple's events doesn't really come off as cheesy? It, I think it's just either at best neutral and sometimes I find it entertaining, but at best it's at worst it's neutral. So love to hear your feedback. Uh, feel free to email us at email us at seek and define one word at gmail.com. I'll also have that in the show notes. So, all right. Presentation. I would also be curious to hear about that. Yeah. Because and, there's some kind of factor there. And we will talk about it because I'd love to hear it. Love to love to hear it. So right. last surprise that I have on the note 10 is this is going to go back to the last conversation we had. The on-screen buttons look it, like they're placed in a ridiculously painful location. I hate the placement of those buttons. Honestly, it I never ever touch that part of the screen with my thumb now. I slide up and it's a very imprecise gesture. Basically the whole bottom edge of the iPhone 10 is just a place where you can slide slide up from and it doesn't matter if you hit directly in one place or another, it slides. Whereas well, don't a button forget, you Samsung have to click. does have navigation gestures as well. But they have all their press shots with the buttons on it, which means that they're trying to say you're not using the gestures. All their press shots have the buttons on it. So I think most people are using buttons. But you're oh yes, most people are using buttons. Absolutely. And, but I just don't know why those buttons are still there anymore. Yeah, I mean with the with the aspect ratio on these newer phones, they're so tall. Yes. That the way you have to hold them, it does make the bottom harder to reach. Yes. Actually, you know what? It makes the top and the bottom harder to reach. You've got this middle section. Yep. That's, you know, the the golden area. Uh, so. Which is why gestures I, are great because you sometimes don't even need to be touching the bottom of the phone. You can just. Yeah. Just you know, kind of haphazardly slide. Right. From the bottom. It or doesn't something. need to be yeah. precise like a button. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's my opinion. <laughs> I'm pretty. I feel strongly about it, and I know that you like your buttons, so you can enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick yep. with the buttons for yep. now until the gestures impress me. That's fine. That's fine. What's your next surprise? Your last surprise. Um, I guess I'm I'm surprised about, and, and forget the fact that maybe there were leaks. Let's say there were no leaks. Okay. Because something that maybe would have surprised me is that they have two notes Mm. or maybe even just the fact that one of them is the way it is. (laughs) Okay. So define the way it is. Like, do you like, are you talking about the small one or the big one? So the base note 10 to me is basically useless. (laughs) 
it's okay. this year's model over the Note 9. Aside from that, it doesn't seem to carry a lot of weight. It's smaller than the Note 9, so mm-hmm. it's more manageable with one hand or, you know, whatever. But other than that, I really don't think it has any benefits over the S10 Plus or the Note 9. So if you were looking at getting the Note 10, I would say get the S10 Plus unless you want the pen and then get the Note 9. And and there's a lot of factors that play into that too because the base Note 10 does not have fast charging. It does not have micro SD expansion. It has a 1080p pentile display. I think that the 1440 though is also pentile. Sure, but on 1080p, yeah. you lose a third of that. The iPhone 10 also has a pentile display for what it's worth. So I'm looking at the pixels per inch between the two. So the pixels per inch on the iPhone 10 is roughly in the middle 400s and the Note 10 is 401. Yeah. So it's it is a lower effective resolution than the iPhone 10 sure. But 400 ppi so for what it's worth as well the note 10 plus is 498 pixels per inch and then Mm -hmm. just because i've been so very specific the iphone 10 is 458 pixels per inch so i yes i love the density of pixels on the iphone 10 never ran into a problem with it ever love it and the the trouble is that this is such an expensive phone yes with other options. The S10 Plus has a 526 PPI display. It's three hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, that's good. And has micro SD and yeah. a headphone jack. Yeah. And a better battery with sure. the same RAM and similar cameras. Yeah. Yeah, I just find it so strange that uh, you know the 1080p. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much that is a big deal because again, the iPhone 10. It's a smaller display, so it obviously packs more pixels in there. But it's uh, effect what it, it would be an eleven twenty five p, so it's higher than ten eighty p, but hardly. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem to me. It's still a beautiful screen, and it might not. So what you just said though with the value, that's a I guess a different thing. You know, you can get the S ten plus, you know, three hundred dollars cheaper. That's a lot cheaper. Uh, now is right. that on and sale or is that on? Uh, is that MSRP? That's that's MSRP as far as I'm okay. as far as I know. All right. Yeah. Feel free to correct me anyone check if I'm wrong on anything ever. Galaxy S ten plus. Do they spell it out plus or do they spell it out with a I think they spell them out to be honest. Next year they'll call them max anyway, so it doesn't really matter. S ten plus on their website is a thousand dollars unlocked. Okay, so it's basically the same price then. But the other thing though is that today you can get a Galaxy S ten plus today for 780 on B&H Photo, which is, you know, these phones, after about like a couple months, they're basically on permanent sale anyway. So if you buy them at the full retail price, eh, I don't know if that's a great idea. So what, half a year later, it is effectively $300, $200 cheaper. So yeah. right. The Note 10 is kind of in a funny, precarious situation because really the thing is the people who like to buy the Note 10 like to buy the Note 10 because it has everything that you could ever possibly want inside a phone. And I and just don't think the base Note 10 does that. That's the problem. Yeah, basically this product exists to hit 
a price point and they cut out probably enough to the point where it's going to alienate the people that really would probably want it. The people who are going out to buy the note, they don't care how much the cost is because it has all the features they want it. And I think that the base note 10 strips out enough that it's going to alienate those folks as well. So I think that covers our surprises, right? Do you have anything else that you were surprised about? You know, I'm actually a little surprised at how reasonably priced, all things considered, the Note 10 Plus is. You know, it's the Note 10 Plus, which is really the device that you get if you're the enthusiast. It's $1,100, and that's not bad, actually. It's not Um, terrible. $1,200 if you go for the bigger 512 gigabyte storage. And I hate saying that. I do hate saying that because... A thousand really is what we should all agree upon is the highest price you would yeah. spend for a phone that has the base model of storage. It's a hundred dollars difference. Um, and then in which case, you know, I do accept the fact that if you want to have five twelve gigabytes built in, you know, they they can charge more for that because five twelve is still considered a lot of storage in phones these days. Um, and you're expandable up to a terabyte. Right. Through um, the SD. So, you know, for 1100 that gets you 256 gigabytes of storage. And for reference, the iPhone 10s Max, God, I hate these names so much. Um, <laughs> you get 64 gigabytes at that, at that size, at that cost. And yeah. that is not great. <laughs> it's becoming less and less great. Yeah, every that's year. <laughs> not okay. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, against its direct competitor pairs favorably also the fact that again as we talked about earlier by the time black friday hits you're gonna be able to get this phone for at least 200 dollars cheaper than it currently is or what they're currently retailing it at so not to mention yeah. that samsung usually has pretty good um deals at this when they release their phones whether it's yeah. samsung directly or deals through a carrier there's usually quite a few good deals for upgrading so yeah i I would agree the price is it's it is sad a little bit because things have been increasing you know it's like frog in boiling water like yeah the eleven hundred dollars isn't bad but should we be accustomed to that i don't know yeah a couple years a couple years ago we'd say absolutely not that's ridiculous but you know frog in boiling water we've gotten to that point where well a thousand one hundred isn't too bad so all right over the course of this whole thing uh, I've kind of solidified the, my thought process of why I'm not as excited about it, honestly. It has nothing to do with the headphone jack. Um, it, which we haven't even really mentioned. Which we haven't mentioned yet, so we'll talk about it briefly at least. But I can't stop thinking about the the cost and how much it's going to cost in, or how much you're going to be able to get as a resale value from it in just a couple years, as well as the level of support that any Note 10 buyer really should expect the note 8 two years ago was released just before my iphone 10 was released the iphone 10 that i have currently sitting on my desk the note 8 was released roughly the same price as the iphone 10 you know i think it probably retailed at like 800 950 or so so it's an expensive expensive thing but it is out of support already from Samsung. I believe it's getting security updates, but I, I don't believe it's getting 
uh, whatever Q is. Is that what's next? Q? Yeah, Q. Yes. So it might be That's getting Q, works. but yes. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> we're we're getting pretty deep in this alphabet here, man. I, <laughs> I don't know how much longer it can continue. True. Everyone remembers A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get to Q, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> now I have to go through the whole alphabet to remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I saw a screenshot of someone who was trading in their Note 8 for a Note 10 directly to Samsung, and Samsung was giving them about $180. And... Ooh, that hurts. That really yeah, hurts. A it, it's just, it's a little crazy. The other thing is that my iPhone still has easily another year left. I mean, sorry, I'm going to use it for another year. I could probably use it for longer than that, but I want next year's iPhone. I don't want this year's iPhone. I want next year's iPhone. I'm going to go three years with this thing. And I think it's going to be really easy to do that. I love the iPhone 10 right now, and I don't see any reason to upgrade from it. And I just don't get that impression from folks in the Note 10 or sorry, the Note 8 realm. I just don't get that impression. So, yeah, I'm, and it has been that way for a long time. Apple's always had pretty good resale value. Yeah. Um, I think a couple Samsungs have like the Note 9 right now is going to be I mean, there's probably going to be tons of Note 9s changing hands now mm-hmm. because people are seeing the Note 10. So maybe this is their tick i'm not sure i don't know but this is this is definitely you know a neat phone it has all all screen there's no bezel on it it's nice Uh, but i just can't forget about the fact that in two years from now if i were to spend eleven hundred dollars on this essentially i would be i would have almost no resale value on that whereas if in two years I desperately need to get a new phone. Like if this iPhone 10 was really not doing it for me and I decided I wanted to upgrade after two years instead of three years, I'd at least have half of the cost of the next phone that I was going to buy. And, you know, $200 or $180 or so is about a fifth of the total cost of the next iPhone, the next Note. I, I have a tough time getting super excited about this phone just because of the fact that it's so ephemeral and it probably won't last. I could be wrong, but I'm with you. I don't know if it's going to change anytime soon. I'm with you. Yeah. So then leading up to the hot topic, the things that we're not surprised about, I think I can list like four or five. Yeah. Not surprised about, honestly, let's just dig into the headphone jack. It was, uh, I, I think Samsung fed the rumor mill for months saying, we're getting rid of the headphone jack. We're getting rid of the headphone jack, guys. Mm-hmm. Tells uh, Android Central, Android Authority, all the other reputable Android sites. They strategically leak it out so that everyone, when Note 10 Day finally comes, no no one's surprised. And I'm not surprised. And they shouldn't be. Right. Because even considering Samsung's hard stance until now, this is the trend. We may not like it, and maybe it's not a particularly pro-consumer move from the industry, but that's the trend pretty much across all manufacturers. Yep. It's getting pretty rare to have a headphone jack on the premium level of phones, which seems odd to yeah. say. I do it, recognize, obviously, the fact that Apple did start that trend, and no, I personally am not happy with that either myself. Um, yeah, let's be clear. It's not 
it wasn't really a good time when the trend started with Apple. Yeah. And it's still not a great time now. Yes. To get rid of the headphone jack. Yes. Bluetooth, you know, we talked about this yesterday off offline, but Bluetooth needs to get better. And what I'm really, really hoping for is that if no phone on the market has a uh, a headphone jack built in, that Bluetooth 6, hopefully, is very similar to the AirPods experience that Apple has because I can plug in my AirPods into my iPhone over the air and hmm. it just connects just like you just like if you plug in a headphone jack it's I say just connects it's not always instantaneous but the hit rate is maybe 93% whereas my Bose over ear headphones is maybe 75 to 50% and it needs to be closer to 95 to 97% with Bluetooth 6. That kind of small set of when you're saying 75% of the time it works, what does that other 25% consist of? <laughs> is it like it's just not connecting? It's the, the stupid light is just flashing me saying, oh, I don't see any devices that you've ever connected to. I don't understand what's going on here. It's, it's horrible. It's just, I, I had, I factory reset my Bose SoundLink the other day because I was trying to connect it to my desktop computer over Bluetooth and I factory reset it. And I was factory resetting it because it would have a ridiculous lag. It would be like about two seconds lag between when I started playing a video to when it came out of the freaking speaker. And so I factory reset. I was like, this is wrong. I must have connected too many devices to this. It's probably trying to connect to my iPhone, to my wife's iPhone, to my iPad. Let's just get rid of everything and have it only connect to my computer. And so then it's in pairing mode. The the speaker's yelling at me saying, I'm in pairing mode. I'm in pairing mode. And then I can see it on my computer and I click connect. It just doesn't. Oh my god, man! It Bluetooth. So yeah. this is Bluetooth four in my computer. So it's I'm not really doing myself any favors, but like for for God's sakes, yeah. The, <laughs> the multi device situation is the part where I think yeah. things break down. Yeah. If you're just using like I have a pair of wireless Bluetooth earbuds, and mm-hmm. I only use them with my phone, so I yeah. only connect these through Bluetooth to my phone. Which is the S9 Plus, and so it, I'm pretty sure it has Bluetooth 5. Um, and it, it connects fine, it disconnects fine, and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's where you start using multiple devices, is where the, the breakdown happens. Yeah. I'm a little gun shy to connect my AirPods to my iPad, to my Mac, and to my phone as well. I typically do only try to use them with my iPhone as well, because the early on when I you know, had the AirPods. I was like, I'm going to connect these to everything. And they would also, you can connect to them, but it's definitely lowers the hit rate of what it connects to frequently. Obviously it tries to connect to the phone because that's the thing I use the most, but it's not smart enough to know that if I recently connected to my iPad and I want to switch to the phone, it, it's not smart enough sometimes with that. So yeah, uh, it, it's a terrible trade-off honestly, because uh, a wire you just plug in and you say, connect it. 100% of the time. Unless, of course, you've put your earbuds through the washing machine a couple times. Funny enough, let's actually talk about that. I actually have two sets of AirPods, by the way. Ready to talk about that? 
Okay, you have two. I have two. Um, because <laughs> a couple a couple months ago, it was March, and it was a warm winter, so the snow was melting, and uh, I was walking. Uh, my car was getting fit, repaired at Best Buy, and so I was like, "All right, well, I'll just go walk across the street to the mall and hang out at the mall." Uh, because it was going to take a couple hours, and so like, I'll just you know do something. And then as I'm walking back, there was a snowdrift that was melting, and in the snowdrift, I saw this little white case, and I was like, "Oh, look at that! There's a little, little, little white case. I'm curious what that is. I've never it looks weird. Oh, look at that! That's AirPods, huh? All right, AirPods. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, it's it was dirty. Oh my god, it was dirty. <laughs> um, basically, like just dark brown from all the dirt that was on it it was scratched to hell but i opened it up and the little light inside lit up i was like oh look at that that's interesting and so i don't really i kind of put it in a little bag and then just put it in my backpack and walk away um so i kept it obviously and <laughs> when i got home i took a lot of rubbing alcohol and cleaned that bad boy uh got all in there saw that there was some earwax it was a little gross uh so i cleaned that out with a lot of dropping alcohol yeah charge that bad boy up sanitize and now i have two they both work great <laughs> this <laughs> this airpods this airpods set this someone lost them obviously they didn't bother naming them but someone oh, lost so them sad. yeah and <laughs> uh you know i god only knows how long they were in there but they were dirty and i guarantee they were probably sitting in the snow like finding an ancient civilization's technology buried <laughs> it was cool man it was real cool so uh i have two sets of airpods so i can actually attest to the fact that they are slightly water resistant at least <laughs> didn't know i could say that anyway all right didn't know we were going to go down that rant but here we go so yeah. all right yeah. so headphone jack we're not really very surprised no not at all summary no. so some other things that maybe we're not surprised at here's a here's a few for me screen proportions display quality camera nobody should really be surprised in any improvements or changes there yeah other than the video feature the yes the the stabilization that maybe is one standout feature there yep yep i totally Um, agree it looks look it's going to be an absolutely top performer the screen i know that the samsung screens are quite nice i have one in my iphone so they're they're nice uh, another thing that I'm not really surprised about, but I do find a little bit sad, is that there's no notification at LED. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. There there wasn't one on the S10 or S10 Plus either. Uh, the S9 Plus, which I have, does have the notification LED, and I, I like it. Uh, then again, Samsung's got the um, active display where they're kind of putting that information now. Yep. So they're moving toward that, and since the screens are taking up more of the front of the phone, there's just not really room for the LED for notifications. So it's not really surprising, but it's hard letting go. <laughs> you have one in your <laughs> S9 Plus, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, that's, I think, probably one of the last phones out there that has that. I think you're right about that. So, so yeah, interesting. We've got things we're surprised about, things we're not surprised about. Yep. Is there anything you want to add uh, before? And then we can, I don't know, is there some hot takes that we've got? No, I've gotten my hot takes out. I want to hear what your thoughts are on the Tab S6 now. Okay, so that covers the Note series. So Tab S6, yeah. We saw each other yesterday, 
and you basically said, I want to talk to you about the tab S sex. I'm curious. It sounds like you really got some opinions on it. So I'm curious to hear. I was pretty excited to see the tab S six. Okay. Not necessarily so excited that like, I'm going to buy it when it's available, Mm -hmm. but as someone who doesn't really currently have a tablet, it looks really cool. And like, if I were to get one, I would be considering the iPad Pro, like we've talked about before, mm-hmm. or a Surface Pro, or a Tab S6. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I, w- okay. I would rate the Tab S6 along with those, I think, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, what, it, what, is, what jumps out at you? So it looks, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, man, the interface just looks so usable. And coming along with the S Pen is just another cherry on top. Because that means that it gets the same S Pen features that you're going to have like on the Note 10 that we've mentioned. The thing with the Note and the S Pen is that the, the S Pen gets inserted into the phone. With the Tab S6, there's a magnetic strip that the S Pen will kind of attach to. And it's like a kind of a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, like a divot, a cavity. Okay, so it literally is an inset into the back of the device. All right, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. I have opinions. I like, think uh, the cool thing about this is, like, I really like the Surface Pro and the iPad Pro, but um, the prices of those are fairly high. Yes. The, the Tab S6 actually will start... I think a little lower. It's at 650. 650 is the entry level, and that gets you 120 gigabytes. Whereas entry level for the iPad Pro is 799, and that gets you 64 gigabytes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's competitive. It's competitive. Yeah, oh. it's, a, it's a 10 and a half inch screen, um, fairly small bezels for a large tablet. Yeah. So Le- the, the the I don't want to get away from this either. Too by the way, that 650 includes the S Pen. The yes, you're right. It doesn't include the keyboard though. Right, but seven ninety nine does not include the Apple Pencil. That's an additional hundred dollars from Apple. So really, if you compare apples to apples, it's two hundred fifty dollars cheaper than the entry level iPad Pro. Right. So financially, just in terms of monetary yes. value, it looks really good. So obviously, the iPad Pro has different advantages, given that you know it's has a little bit of a longer and or more successful. Uh, history with apps and accessories and ios ecosystem but this is a pretty nice step forward for samsung for sure okay and uh because of samsung's decks that's where the tablet gets a lot of its usability when you attach a keyboard yeah so it acts a lot like chrome os or or mm-hmm. windows desktop or mac you know uh very usable when you attach a keyboard and start using it like a like a laptop and by the way something i almost forgot Mm-hmm. The keyboard attachment has a touchpad. Yes. Yes, it does. Which is awesome. Yes. Because most tablets will not... Actually, I don't know. if Are there any that have a touchpad on the keyboard attachment? The, the Surface Pro does. The Surface does. Yeah, the Surface does. But, I mean, really, outside the Surface, the only other tablet that really is out there is... If it's not a Windows tablet, is the iPad. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. You're and, a- absolutely right. We've talked before about how I've felt like Android has failed in the tablet department. Yeah. 
You're not alone in that. This is a redeemer, I think. Yes. I very much believe that this is a redeemer in the tablet space for Android. Yes. And I am hoping Samsung keeps on going. Yeah. (laughs) This is definitely the best. I, I don't know. From my outside view, it looks like it's the best Android tablet in years. So I agree with that. Hopefully it's successful because competition's good. Competition's always good. I viscerally dislike the 6 by 10 aspect ratio. I love it on computers. I had some Dell monitors that were 6 by 10. Love it on a desktop. I iPad Pro is 4 by 3. Uh, and I know that the other, the, the baseline iPad is 3 by 2. So it's a little bit wider. But I really like the 4 by 3 aspect ratio. 3 by 2 is fine. I don't know. I don't have a strong preference either way, but I think I might prefer the the wider, narrower screen. But like I said, I don't have a strong preference either way. I think uh, 1610, like the Tab S6, is probably more, uh, I don't know, aesthetically pleasing, um, media-friendly, more bookish if you're going to use it for a huge reading device. Well, closed book, though, so... Um, the four by three aspect ratio really right. closely mirrors that of a eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper, which That's people true. are comfortable drawing on. I'm also curious to see how the the S Pen magnetically attaching to the back of the uh, tablet works, um, and whether yeah, or not it's prone I, to I failure. Like it's not going to sit flat when you no, you know, because um, on the previous the. Uh, the outgoing tablet, I think it was the Tab S4. Yes. Um, you attach the you attach it to the side. On the back, it it does seem more less uh, clean. I mean, because if you go to move your hands around in the back, you could knock it off. It's just magnetic. Yeah. You know, um, and it's not going to sit flat if you just go to sit it set it down on a surface. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how to feel about that mostly because I don't know how big of a problem it really will be. I'm trying to tread cautiously as well because Apple did a similar thing. They have the pencil that magnetically attaches to a side of the iPad instead of the back of the iPad. So this is, you know, there's there's territory here for precedence, which is that it works. Actually, you know, the the magnetically attached Apple Pencil to the side of the iPad is actually critically acclaimed as a good feature. Uh, and, and so I'm just curious to see whether or not it's actually just fine to put it on the back. It limits the capability to put a case on it, that's for sure. Um, well, the cases just have to account for it. Yeah, and I'm also curious to see whether or not it's accident-prone where if you're taking it out of your bag, if there's like a small little loop that's, I don't know. Yeah, if it gets caught or snags on something. But it, it could easily get caught on the iPad as well. I just, I'm yeah. curious to know whether or not it's more, I don't know. I, I wonder if it's easier to hit from one direction or the other. I, I can't tell. Um, from my own bias, I don't like it as much as the implementation on the iPad Pro, but it's just what I'm used to, I guess. I don't like it, but I feel hypocritical saying that too. So Yeah. I wish it could go inside it. I, I the 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 Note ten implementation is great. 
I've always thought that's great. Yeah. And because I've always before the note yeah. and even while the note has existed, no other device has done that. It's probably because Samsung yeah. patented the crap out of it, but <laughs> yeah. even before the note, nothing, you know, pens were just like okay, figure it out yourself. Uh they just, they did historically be in they were historically inserted inside the uh um I think they were inside the Palm Pilots. Yeah, inside the Palm Pilot, I believe. I think um, dedicated PDAs handled it. Yeah, and I think that's where the idea from Samsung came from. But right. at the same time, you know, it's just going inside the thing. You can patent it all you want, but fact of the matter is if it goes inside the device, there's a different way to put it inside the device. Apple, it, God, it would have been great if Apple figured out how to do that. But at the same time, that would mean that they'd have to sell it with the iPad Pro and justifiably increase the cost of it, and I don't know. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if I if uh, I think the Tab SX looks great, I'm yeah. very excited about it, and I'm gonna be looking at it heavily if I'm gonna get a tablet. Um, but I think that would be my main comment about it is that on the next iteration, man, it would just be really great if Samsung put the pen inside, yeah, the device's chassis. Yeah. yeah uh, you should bring that back up again if you are actually considering a tablet because I still feel strongly that you should probably get a surface, but, uh, you know, curious to hear. That's, that's the big thing is because I actually do really like the windows ecosystem right now. Yeah. And I have windows 10 and I really like it. So it would pair really well with a portable surface. Agreed. So, uh, you know, obviously that's quite an investment. So, yeah. And that'll be another topic for another day. Today, we covered the note, things that surprised us, things that didn't surprise us, likes, dislikes. Next time, we're going to be talking about, what is it, the iPhone? Yeah, it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, next month, September. You got a date for me? No, that is not released yet. It's not released yet? No. Okay, it's... so you'll know when we know. Yeah, well, I can take a guess because I've been tracking this for a couple of years. Um, I'm going to go on record right now. All right, you ready? I'm going to go on record and say that it's going to happen on Tuesday, September 10th. Tuesday, September 10th. And I'm not going to cut this out of the podcast either. I Apple feel, event. I you heard really, it here first. <laughs> I feel really weird saying that, but I feel pretty strongly it's going to be on the 10th. So Okay. Yeah. Place your bets. Stay tuned. Thank you. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, feel free to send us any feedback. Um, feel free to email us at seekanddefine at gmail.com. Uh, all one word and i'll put that in the show notes as well so that uh you can just click it instead of type it in sounds beautiful yes thank you good talking to you bob thanks everybody bye